Welcome to the Sacred Artist Podcast. This is your host, Kendall, and I am so excited you've joined me for this one. We're going to be talking about communion with God and what that means as a human being co-creating with the Lord and navigating that space of communion when we're faced with transition, when we're faced with life circumstances. And so... I'm here to share with you a perspective that I've been grabbing a hold of with Holy Spirit in my uh, creative journey, and I'm really excited that you're here. So without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Okay, so I want to take a moment and really unpack what it means to find your companion in Jesus. Now, I come from heart positioning as a human being and also an artist, being one with God, right? Having experienced what it means to intentionally set the intention to invite Jesus into the creative process. And I also understand what it feels like to not, right? So I just want to propose this. How are you finding a companion in Jesus? Because the reality is, as artists, as human beings, as Christian artists, right, we are constantly in this ebb and flow of uh, hearing what God is saying, but also realizing that there are many others out there that are yearning to co-create within a tribe. And that at the foundation of who we are as human beings, we were born to to be together. We were born to find our tribe, find our destiny. So I've heard this for a long time and I've experienced it, having experienced community in, in house churches, um, all the way from being in, in, you know, small groups and churches, all the way to being in a dance company where we worship Jesus and express it on stage. But when all is said and done, I want to ask you this question. Are you finding companionship with Jesus in Jesus aside from all those groups and aside from all those fellowship gatherings. You see, I think it's super important that as artists, we take time to find Jesus within us, to encounter Jesus within us. What I mean by that, in Acts, it talks about and uh, when the, the disciples were in the upper room, they took a moment to fellowship with one another, but essentially they were waiting upon 
uh, God to release something. It said in it says in scripture that Jesus said it was it is better that I leave, right? It is better that I leave for I'm going to be sending you something. And you have to, if we put ourselves in that position, you know, have you ever been in that position where you didn't understand what was coming your way yet you knew that God had something in store for you, right? So similarly, like. The Holy Spirit, it talks about that there was wind, that there was a rushing of, uh, in the upper room, there was, um, it was just a lot was going on in the atmosphere. And it said that there was a flame above everyone's head and that, that they were, they experienced the power of God come upon them and they spoke in a new language where they were looking at one another. And I can I imagine Paul, Peter, just looking at each other like, what's happening? And this yielding and the surrender of like, that God himself was releasing Holy Spirit upon these believers, upon these people, right? And in that day is when thousands of people were saved, right? And I think just the powerful thing is it wasn't just one huge flame that was upon all of them. It was individual flame, all from the same source, being personalized to each person. And I think about that moment in the upper room, each person had a, pers- a perspective to that moment. I, I, I often wonder what they all were thinking about individually. I mean, we get this depiction of what was happening collectively, right, from our perception of what the word says and acts. But likewise, I want us to, in retrospect, reflect that back onto what I was just asking at the beginning. How do you find your companion in Jesus. Because you see, this is a thing as artists, as human beings who have the privilege to co-create with God, is that yes, there is something beautiful about collectively coming together to create something beautiful for the Lord. And I totally honor that and have experienced that when realizing that every single person in, in the body of Christ, similar to us having a body, we we all need each other to create something beautiful. But I also realize the value of choosing to be one with God and to have a conversation with him throughout the day, right? I know for me, if I look back at my Christian, in my Christian walk, there's been times when I have felt so alone and, um, you know, there's times when I was in transition and I know for me, I'm in transition right now. And, you know, when you move places physically, you know, it's this, this paradigm and especially in our society now as, as I know I'm uh, considered a, a millennial, uh, but the reality is that I was born in 1993 in between this whole evolution of the internet. The fact that I lived in a world in my childhood where there was no... I mean, there was the internet and there was a computer, but it wasn't like technology is today, where as now in 2019, the fact that I have access to or even record this episode from the convenience of my home, it's just really powerful. And so having lived in between worlds, it's this reality of how do we find companionship when we're in between seasons, when you're in transition from one place to the next, physically or spiritually, or you're you know ascending into a new level of consciousness and reality and realizing that you are seated in heavenly places, right? So anyways, I just want to provide some tangible um, you know, expressions of 
uh, intimacy that I have found comforting, right? In this time, in these seasons and moments in life when I'm seeking to find companionship, uh, but realizing that God sent Jesus right on earth, fully human and fully God, so that we can find companionship in in him, right? There's a reason why people were going at great lengths just to be in Jesus's presence, right? And so I think the beautiful thing is, is like, even as I'm speaking right now, I feel Jesus in my heart because that's the beautiful thing of Jesus had to leave so that we would do greater things than he did, which is so profound in, 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 its, in its beauty and majesticness of heaven. But he was able to send Holy Spirit so that I can commune with Jesus, commune with God. I can speak in my heavenly language at any moment, at any time of the day and connect with the source. Even when I had nothing, no way to express what I was feeling. So have any of you been there? Have any of you been there where you're just like, I have no idea what to pray right now. I don't understand what's going on, yet I trust in God and I believe in a future that is so much bigger than me. And, you know, I went to a conference. I actually was fortunate enough with um, with some people that I dearly care about um, last week, and we performed a beautiful piece in front of hundreds of people for our conference in San Diego, and it was this beautiful realization of all of us coming together for a purpose, right, to present an offering of worship before God and man, and something that really hit me as a theme over this this entire week was the reality is that Yes, as someone that, for example, for me, I've been consciously, you know, the last eight months of my life have been really choosing to slow down, but not in a way that we think slowing down. Actually, slowing down, I've realized, is actually acceleration because in the stillness and that still small voice, when um, we're willing to stop and listen to what our body's saying, stop and listen to what Holy Spirit is saying, stop and listen to what Jesus is saying, is when the revelation and that narrow path is evident and we get to walk it out. And something that has dropped in my spirit recently and this past week is I think sometimes we think so much we can become so present oriented we forget to realize that there is a future there's a legacy that we have we have known by a God that gives us free will and allows us to con- communicate with him I think this par- powerful like uh, awareness is like God knows exactly what you're going to decide yet he gives us free will So I'm going to go back to this question again. How are you finding companionship in Jesus? So something that I've realized is companionship with Jesus is not a a location. It's not a physical location. It is actually in the way that maybe we think of like, oh, I need to go to church to encounter God. You know, what if we realized and took companionship Right now, and the fact that you're taking a moment to listen to me, um, which I'm so grateful for, but you're taking a moment, there's something resonating with what I'm saying, and the fact that you're finding companionship in the Jesus that we're both learning about right now in this moment, and the reality of like Jesus is has sent Holy Spirit so that we can commune with him, right? We can connect, we can get loose, we can let it all out. We can just be ourselves and not have to apologize. And so I'm here to share with someone today, you don't have to apologize for where you're at in your communion with the Lord. 
you know, sometimes I think we confuse and I've had had to come to this place before as well is like, sometimes we can often think my mess is means that I'm I'm shrinking, that I am less than, or maybe I'm going down the wrong path. But what if I told you that maybe what you're feeling and what uh, you what you possibly perceive as falling apart is actually your ascension. It's you arising. Because I believe in our cyclical nature as human beings, and I like to relate this to the womb, and us women, we can connect with this, is that just like there's seasons around, there's fall, summer, spring, and winter, likewise, we as women go through that. We go through moments when we're, we feel like we're dying inside because we're releasing, you know, blood and we're releasing that because our body wanted to produce life, but it wasn't able to. So instead it's shedding, shedding of the blood. Then there's this moment of spring when after, you know, you go through that shedding and your, your hormones start to balance in a way that you're getting prepared for ovulation to conceive once again. So this connection, this realization that, we are cyclical beings, we are seasonal beings. So there's moments when you might not, you know, we might confuse, you know, oh God, what's going on in my world right now? When actuality, it's you just tapping into the season of who you are right now. And, um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to, to, to recognize. And so I just want to declare of you right now, the dance that we we got to portray in front of hundreds of people to this to this beautiful um, conference, this Christian conference, was this this whole thing of mercy. So we just said it, it was just all about mercy. It was repeated on multiple times while we were performing, and it just got me thinking about grace and mercy, and just realizing that. There is so much grace and mercy for us as we are evolving, as we are ascending, as we're going through seasons, as we're transitioning, as we're moving from a, from place to place or whatever that looks like for you. I want you to know that you're not alone in that. Yes, you might have people, this is, I've heard this before and it, it really brings me comfort. The reality is, is that we're not of this world. We are seated in heavenly places. And so when we know that, I once heard this, someone told me this, I read in a book, I'm not entirely sure years ago, but I relay this back to you. The reality is, is that because of the commissioning from Jesus to go out and make disciples of all nations and to share the good news, everyone receives that call as a, as a, as a believer. When we believe in Jesus and what he did on the cross for us, we were commissioned to go out you know, I just recently left Reading, for example. We were commissioned to go out and spread all that we've we've learned to the nations. And sometimes, you know, just so we all, like, remind ourselves of this, and I have to remind myself of this daily, is like, you are not alone. Yes, you might feel physically like, oh my gosh, like, there's not someone around me in this moment in time or something. But the reality is that we're everywhere. Your family of believers is the biggest family ever in the world. And at any moment, you can drop into the reality that you are a son and you are a daughter made in God's image to co-create, to create something that will bring about a legacy for the future generations. And so I'm here to share with you, and I heard this last week, is like, where is your faith? Is your faith 
caught up in the companionship of Jesus. Is that enough for you as an artist that is co-creating with God? Or maybe you're not there yet. You haven't consciously created with God, but you're like, how can I consciously do that? Drop into the reality that you are made in God's image, that faith like a mustard seed is powerful. And something I had to really grasp last week myself, not even just last week, over the last months, is that sometimes when I think about societal conditioning or even in the church, sometimes we think faith has to connect with some level of certainty. And I know I've believed in that and have had to work through that daily. Is this thing of like, the reality is that we don't fully understand all the puzzle pieces that are coming together for the greater cause. And I think about us as believers, as artists, we all, sometimes we just want to see the painting. We want to see that which we're creating and all the, all that, all the details of that masterpiece. But what if I told you that that masterpiece is already set into motion right now, even where you might not feel the companionship of Jesus, or um, maybe you do and you're just wrestling with something, a lot of things. I want you to know that you are a pivotal, pivotal piece to the outpouring of creativity into the earth, that what you possess, what you uh, magnify within you, you know, that burning sensation, that hunger that you carry deep inside, that you are crying out to the Lord to release. You have the power right now, and I champion you right now to just start somewhere, even if it means putting it on paper and writing it out and declaring with your mouth, I am a wonderful queen. I am a queen. I'm no longer, uh, I'm no longer a sinner. I am a saint. And I just want you to declare that. So that's going to be my commission for you as a tangible kind of thing you can do in your daily, daily life. So right now I want you to put your hand on your heart. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take a deep breath in, deep breath in and deep breath out. And I want you to picture Jesus right in front of you. I want you to picture Jesus in front of you. And I want you to look in his eyes. And I want you to open out your hands. And I want you to see what he's giving you. And see the exchange. See the exchange. And I just see this picture of each of us realizing in companionship that sometimes the more, and I realize this more and more, the more we mold into Jesus and become more like him, the more that sometimes we have to let go of and it might not feel comfortable. So if you feel uncomfortable, it's okay. It's okay, friend. Your uncomfortableness was felt when Jesus was on the cross. It was felt by your brothers and sisters who are her preaching the good news and getting rejected daily yet being so championed by the heavenly you know the cloud of witnesses and so i just celebrate you and i champion you as you go about finding your companion in jesus because it does say in scripture that he will never leave us or forsake us i just want you to drop into that reality that you have the opportunity to connect with God of the universe, the, the, the maker of heaven and earth, literally. And you have the opportunity to receive Jesus right now into your heart. So I want you to put your hand on your heart. And if you believe 
that Jesus came to die for your sins, you can confess right now with your mouth that he, he died for you so that you can uh, have relationship with God. And not just that, that you can go to heaven. It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one gets to the Father but through me, Jesus. So all to say, I'm very passionate about us and our humanity and being able to realize that we are co-created with God. So wherever you're at, I celebrate you. And I share this from a heart of this is my truth and this is what I've learned over the years, knowing that I was desiring for a home and God gave me the best home. And that was when I realized he created me, that I am a God idea. So just like you, you are a God idea. It was so lovely talking with you and thanks for joining me on The Sacred Artist. I look forward to connecting with you all. If you haven't already done so, please feel free to subscribe to this podcast. Go on to thesacredartistpodcast.com where you can see show notes and just stay connected. So bless you all today and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye.